It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Chargers, your daily Los Angeles Chargers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank God it's Friday. And thank all of you for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Chargers. Today is Friday, November 10th, and as always, I'm your host, Matthew Stanley. I don't know about you guys, but it has been a long week for me, and I am glad that it's the weekend and back to some Chargers football, because the bye week, it just dragged on, didn't it? Well, practice wrapped up for week 10 today and both teams released their injury reports for the game. The Chargers injury report for practice this week was pretty limited. Uh, there was only four players that appeared on the list, and two of those names, Spencer Pulley and Denzel Perryman, both healed up enough that neither of them are on the actual game injury report, so that's good to see. But the other two names, uh, there was some developments in a little more detail today. Uh, we'll start with, uh, Joe Barksdale at right tackle. Uh, Joe rested last week and wound up being a full participant in both Wednesday and Thursday's practice this week, but he didn't practice at all today. And there were some reports going around that he was seen in a walking boot, um, which obviously isn't good. Uh, he's officially listed as questionable for the game. Um, and we'll see how that shakes out, but uh, I did see that Anthony Lynn said in his press conference today that he does expect Joe Barksdale to be available on Sunday, um, and that they're you know they're just gonna check in during pregame warmups and and see how he feels, and he's gonna be a game time decision. But Anthony Lynn's leaning more towards the side that he'll be available. Um, but it's still it's disappointing. Uh, to hear that about Joe Barksdale. From everything I've heard and everything I've read, Joe's just, he's a fantastic guy. He's a great human. Uh, but, and I mean, I really wanted him to have a bounce back year, but he's been cursed with another lingering injury that's stopping him from getting out on the field. And, I mean, luckily for the Chargers, Michael Schofield has filled in very admirably for him at, at, at right tackle. I mean, there hasn't really been any drop off. There's, there's definitely not any like glaring hole at right tackle, uh, right now. Um, but whether it's Barksdale or Schofield at game time, the team is going to have to game plan for pressure coming from the right side, especially at this against this Jags defense. And hopefully during the bye week, they've, come up with a better way to deal with that um, than simply just handcuffing uh, Hunter Henry to whoever's playing at right tackle the whole game. Because that, I mean, this offense just suffers too much um, when Hunter Henry isn't a featured part of the passing game. So I hope that either they've game planned for some quick passes or they plan on having some combination of, of Sean McGrath over there or 
swinging the running back to that side. I mean, basically anything at this point to minimize having to keep Hunter Henry on the line and uh, being a blocker rather than a receiver. The second development we had was Hayes Pollard. Um, He was limited all week with a neck injury, and according to Anthony Lynn, Pollard will be a game-time decision. And when Lynn was talking about Pollard during the press conference today, he sounded a lot more doubtful um, about Pollard's availability than he did with Joe Barksdale. Uh, The team has already let it be known that if Pollard can't go, Denzel Perryman will start at the mic position uh, rather than what they had said earlier in the week about Perryman starting at the will this game. Uh, he did say that that Perryman can play either position. Um, but this this could wind up being one of those blessings in disguise type situations. Uh, Pollard's been pretty terrible. I mean, he, he does have a bunch of tackles, but... When you look at uh, Pro Football Focus, he's he's Pro Football Focus's second worst graded linebacker, and not not just for the Chargers, he's the second worst graded linebacker for the entire league this season. And I, I know a lot of us disagree with PFF and their grades most of the time, um, but the reason I'm more comfortable sharing that stat and pointing that out is because that. It reflects what I see on tape and what a bunch of other people have seen on tape. So Pillard just hasn't been great, and if Perryman can come in and be the Perryman he used to be and take over that spot, that and I mean that would just that do really good for this for this defense. Um, but what I do worry about is that if Pillard can't go and Perryman does start there. I worry that between his enthusiasm to want to be on the field and the need to have a body on the field, I worry that the team might rush him back into too many snaps too fast Um, because even if he really is at 100% and he's, he's fully healthy again, he's just not in game shape yet. I mean, he hasn't played a game... He hasn't played in a game in nine weeks now, and so you just you're not in game shape at that point. You can do all the working out you want, but when you're not in game shape, you're you're much more likely to get injured. You're much more likely to miss plays because you're just out of it. You're too tired. So hopefully, the team is smart about how they handle it. If Hayes Pollard is out this week and they, you know, are able to pace Denzel Perryman's return to action. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. For the Jaguars, 
Marcel Darius was able to participate fully in practice today um, and is not on the game injury report anymore. He had missed Wednesday and Thursday's practices with some sort of illness, um, but he apparently is is back to full steam. And uh, he, I mean, that's not so great news for the Chargers because he adds a lot to um, their already very talented defensive line, especially against the run. And as I mentioned yesterday, the Chargers really need to establish the run game and get Melvin Gordon going if they want a chance to win the game. Officially, the Jaguars have four players that are listed on the injury report for the game. You have wide receiver Marquise Lee with a knee injury. You have interior offensive lineman A.J. Can with a tricep injury. Um, Patrick Omame. I, I probably butchered that, but that's as, as close as I'm going to get. Uh, he has a knee injury on the offensive line, and their starting right tackle, Jeremy Parnell, also has a knee injury. Uh, Parnell has not been, uh, not Parnell not being 100% is nice for the Chargers. Um, I expect Bosa, Ingram, and McCain to be able to generate a good amount of pressure throughout the day. And I think if, you know, it, if Jeremy Parnell has that lingering in the back of his mind, even if he doesn't get re-hurt during the game, if he's just even just a little bit extra cautious to protect himself, that's an advantage for the Chargers to exploit. Uh, I want to take a quick minute here to thank the Jaguars fans who listened to yesterday's show. And not just thank you for listening, but thank you for <laughs> calmly and rationally correcting me uh, in the comments on Bolts from the Blue. So good job there. Um, what I'm talking about is that they commented in and, and let me know that uh, Cam Robinson um, hasn't been as bad as his PFF grades. It, when I said yesterday that he's looked like a rookie, um, obviously I, I, I haven't really had the time to go watch like study Cam Robinson game tape and being a Chargers fan, I'm not watching Jaguars games every week. And so w when I said that yesterday, I had based it mostly off his, his pro football focus grades, which have been really bad. They do not like him at all. Um, <laughs> I, I think he's overall, he's in the mid to high fifties, I think, or low sixties. It's somewhere around there. Um, he's just, they haven't graded him very well. But from what the Jaguars fans let me know is that while he has given up some pressures, he's only given up one sack so far this season and has been doing pretty well in the run game. So he's obviously not as as bad as I, as what I had inferred from his PFF grades. But I still think that Russell Okung is the better tackle this week uh, when you when you match up those two, and um, but the. The super sack bros, Melvin Ingram, Joey Bosa, Chris McCain, they're they're gonna have to definitely bring their A game when they're rushing from that blind side because uh, Cam Robinson has has been doing pretty well, especially for a rookie. Um, if if the Jags fans are to be believed here, so um, thanks again, guys, for for throwing that in there, and thanks for listening. Um, real quick here, also, I reached out to. At Hank Jones, and that's two S's on the Jones, uh, on Twitter. Um, if you're a football fan, go give him a follow. He's a really fun follow. He mostly talks about football, but he, you know, he's 
he he's a fun guy. He's he's good to interact with. He's got some good takes. Go follow him on Twitter. But most importantly, he's a Jags guy. And so I asked him which three matchups he's looking forward to most this week. And his answers kind of mirror what most of us want to see. Um, he mentioned he's really looking forward to Keenan Allen versus Jalen Ramsey slash AJ Boye. Um, it's gonna that's gonna be a really good battle on the perimeter. Uh, all of those guys, you know, they, they've got a lot of pride, they've got a lot of swagger, and they're all really good at what they do. So that'll be something interesting to watch. Uh, the second battle he's looking for, a guy I just mentioned, uh, Cam Robinson. He wants to see how he does versus the elite-level pass rushers of, of Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. Uh, and the last matchup he wants to see is Leonard Fournette versus the Chargers linebackers. Now, this matchup I am not looking forward to because it greatly benefits the Jaguars. Uh, Leonard Fournette is an outstanding running back, even as a rookie. And the Chargers linebackers, as I've said many times, have just been garbage this year. So uh, I'm not so much looking forward to that uh, matchup, but there you have it. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So I wanted to end today's show uh, by giving a shout out to all of my fellow veterans since tomorrow's Veterans Day. As some of you may or may not know, I'm an Army veteran myself. Uh, I deployed to Iraq in the Army, and I went to Afghanistan as a contractor and worked side-by-side with with active Army. Um, And I just want to thank all the men and women who've served in the armed forces for our great country. I I, I don't want to get all political. Um, This is a sports podcast, and, and it will stay that way. But just as a veteran myself the son of a retired naval officer, and just as a citizen of the United States, I, I really want to thank everyone who's given up even just a few years of their lives to serve in the armed forces. Well, that about does it for today. Uh, I've been your host, Matthew Stanley. You can find me on Twitter at BoltFanInDenver or over at, at LockedOnLAC. Please remember to share this podcast with your friends and family. Go ahead and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, We're on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Overcast. And if you don't have a favorite podcast platform, you can always listen online. Uh, I post uh, an article on boltsfromtheblue.com and over at our new website, lockedonchargers.com, with the streamable version of this uh, podcast. Uh, one last thing, uh, be sure to check out this week's episode of The Recharge on boltsfromtheblue.com. Uh, it should be published either uh, tomorrow or, or first thing Sunday before the game. Uh, it's me and my co-host Ruben Gonzalez, and we talk about the first half of the season and the Jags game. Uh, so everybody, go enjoy the start of your weekend, and hopefully when I'm talking to you again on Monday, it's 
for a Victory Monday show. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.